Hello and welcome, bug catchers. Hello and welcome, Josh, to Hello. Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Meta Channer, aka Tanner Green Ring, Meta Chan, and my co-host Dustosh. <laughs> yeah, Dustox, aka Joshua Fielstad. Yes, Meta Cham and Dustox. Meta Cham's got those big pants. They're like jodhpurs that you'd see on like a old-timey safari hunter. Yeah, yeah. And a dumb onion head, just like Metatite. Yeah. Oh, which we saw in this leg. Yeah. It looks like it's got a diaper on its head and also a diaper on its waist. Yes, it's multiple diapers. 75% diaper. Gross. Josh, it's a Pokemon podcast. We are in season three. We are playing through Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. I'm playing Sapphire and Tanner is playing Ruby. Yeah. On this leg... We hooked up with Mr. Briny again. We left Duford Town in our dust, and we headed to Slateport City. Duford Town sucked. It was a nothing town. Uh, it's just got a bunch of people who are obsessed with the latest trends. Ugh, and it, it happened again this week. Sad. I went to fucking Slateport City, and like I talked to someone who insisted that like I fill in answers again. It was someone in the Pokemon fan club, at least for me. Yeah, I think so too. It's like formerly where that head of it is obsessed with in a questionable way with his Rapidash. Right. Here, it's some lady who wants to hear about like your favorite Pokemon on your team. And I chose Combusken because I didn't really have any other choice. And Ugh. I chose Feet to describe it as refuse. Okay, yeah. Because he had to choose from like the selected list items and there was only one and i was like refuse because i think it's, it's trash. trash yeah and then it showed up on tv later yeah for me too do you notice how the tvs will like flash now i went into a guy's house and had a brief discussion with him and then sat and watched his tv for a while yeah i did too they told me about how my ninjask was like so effervescent or something like that oh that's pretty good yeah weird it's it's just it's them like showing off this dumb tech that no one cares about it's even worse than the Game Boy Camera printer. Game Boy Camera and the printer had some charm. At least you could print yeah. off your Pokedex, you know? Yeah. Anyway, we do start in Dufer Town, and we make our way east thanks to Mr. Briny's boat. His little boat. His little boat. <laughs> I love how fast it speeds around. It seems like it's a little, like, maybe it's a cigarette boat. Okay. It's like a super fast, like, motorboat. He uses it to smuggle cocaine, is what you're saying. I imagine, based on how fast it's going and, like, yeah. how trendy all these people are. And he's so hyped up. Yeah. Like, when you see him at his house chasing around Pipo or whatever his wingle's called. Pico. He's like chasing him around. He's like a little too old to be like that active. God, he is like strung out all the time. Yeah. That's what I got the, the feeling with the music on it too. I don't know if you heard that track, but it's good. Kind of like an 80s synth pop. Yeah. And it feels like it goes with the moves and the waves that it's going over. I was impressed. They got a lot more, like, uh, space on, like, the stereo on these Game Boy Advances. Yeah. Hear a lot more. Are you still listening with the dongles I bought us off eBay? Oh, yeah. I'm so glad you got that. I had to play this leg 
at night a lot of the time and in bed often. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, Bobby had to go to sleep and I was like, well, I got to play a little Mon tonight. Last night, our son, Miles, was having a bad night for some reason. <laughs> we all were, yeah. Crying all night. And because of the state of the world, I had a lot of trouble getting back to sleep after he woke up and woke us all up crying. So I just sat and played Pokemon Ruby in bed for like two hours until two in the morning. Yeah. It's kind of a nice experience to just sit. The Game Boy Advance is the perfect like little bedtime console. Yeah. I mean, it's very reminiscent of my youth. But I used to have to play with the worm light. Oh, yeah. Those godforsaken, like, use the adapter slot also, and it's, like, barely bright. But we both, if OG bug catchers recall, in our original journey trying to play everything on these Game Boy Advances in the first season, we also acquired these, like, later edition Game Boy Advances that have the, like... Game Boy Advance SP. Yeah, it's Game Boy Advance SP's... But then it's like the later version of Game Boy Advance SP that's got the like double brightness. Yeah, it's like AG101 or something like that. Yeah. And they're great. The battery life is still pretty good on this puppy. And uh, you can play in bed until the wee small hours of the morning. We touch down in the land of Delta Blues. On Route 109. We're on the beach. It's all sailors and it's all these tubers it's like little kids in like inner tubes the tubers i get and that makes a lot of sense to me the sailors i have trouble figuring out because like (laughs) they're in their full outfits they're full they're in their full outfits and like presumably they were dropped off by their ship in slayport city and what they decided to do was go to the beach it's like dog you live on a sailboat that is weird i'm to understand that during fleet week in new york city All the sailors go to the Lower East Side to get drunk and have sex. Yeah. What are you doing on the beach? Go go to Doc Holidays and have a shot and a beer. Go get ripped at that contest hall or go up to Mauville and hang out at the game corner, man. Oh, yeah. Plenty of talent in there. Waste a little of that hard-earned sea cash that you got from hauling lobsters or whatever. Yeah. What's the lobster Pokemon called? Uh... Crawdont. Is he in this game? It's Gen 3, baby. Oh, I like Crawdont. I like Crawdont a lot, too. Did you give me Crawdont? Maybe. He is kind of ugly. Please give me Crawdont. Are you looking? God damn it, you didn't give me Crawdont. He is a little ugly, but I do like him, so it's a little tricky. He's cool, and I like how Corfish... <laughs> I'm looking at both. I like how Corfish looks like he's got two googly eyes, and they're both going opposite directions, and he's got Who's these... Corf- is Corfish the pre-evolution or the post-evolution? Pre. And he's got two stubby little claws. Everything is disproportionate. I really like Corfish. It's like a dog toy of a lobster. Corfish looks like a dumb little sizor. Yeah, yeah. It's like a baby sizor. Oh, you know what? I'm looking at a picture of Crawdon. This thing's ugly. Oh, are you going to add it? Uh, yeah, this is a, this is a, you make me barf for sure. Both of oh, these. Yes. Oh, I Add it to the dock. might have a crawdon at some point then. All right, good. Well, we have a tasteful new addition to the you make me barf lineup. They added a lot of fun, dark combos in this one. We've mentioned shiftry obviously is grass dark. You got crawdon is water dark. 
there's kind of a lot of weird combos in general, though. Yeah, they spiced it up, finally. Even my marsh stomp is water ground. Yeah, and that is interesting as well. Yeah. I mean, Combuskin is uh, fire fighting, which is a new one, I think. It's new, and it's fun, and I like it. So, I didn't have a lot of fun on this beach. What's the matter? Did you step on, like, a used needle or something? Well, I went into this little, like, beach shack. Ugh. There was, like, there were so many shacks in this leg. Yeah, there are a lot of fucking shacks on the side of the road or the beach or whatever. You have to battle a bunch of people, and then you get a shitty prize. And the shitty prize in this fucking beach house was soda pops. Yeah, you fight, like, three, I think, there's a couple of tubers, there's a sailor hanging out in this beach house with the tubers, which is also weird, and all that you get for beating all of them is a six-pack of soda. Like, not even beer. Not even beer. I didn't even look. I just, like, I was like, okay, whatever, and, like, moved on. What does soda do? Is it an HP yeah, restorative? It restores 60 HP. Uh, it's like not bad but like... at this stage it's not that bad to get that but like it's definitely not the value of a nugget yeah give me a fucking nugget do you have you ever assholes ever heard of nugget bridge if i want six sodas i'll buy them with a nugget yeah you guys should go to kanto sometime there's a bridge where people hang out and you fight like eight of them and they give you a fucking nugget i don't want soda pop what Ugh. am i a baby what am i one of these tubers no. Am I, am I a baby? I have, have a baby, and I give him soda pop all the time because it's for babies. That Mountain Dew diet, like, uh, what's her face? <laughs> oh, yeah, Honey Boo Boo? Yeah, Honey Boo Boo. Yeah. Good good timely reference, Joshua. That's what I'm on the show for. <laughs> Those cutting-edge references. Yeah. Onward, upward to Slateport City. I think it's the biggest town we've seen. It's got a lot of stuff. It's like a tourist hub. Well, it's got a it's got a lot of stuff, but like none of it is useful. Like it's meaningless. Yeah. There's a market that is mostly closed. Yeah, the market which is right at the front. Like you can't miss it. And then you go there and like some lady critiqued my Pokémon and said that he wasn't happy enough. Jesus. What are you doing to your Pokémon? Well, uh, uh have you been listening to this show? I hate most of them. Yeah, they do suck. <laughs> sounds like they're not happy with themselves for being so fugly. Right, and I don't know what I can do about that. Yeah. There's a the contest hall here. Which is another thing in this fucking city. Yeah. I go to the contest hall and I'm like, I want to do this. I want to be in the contest. And they're like, sorry, you have to like have done it in Verdanturf first. And it's like, well, no one told me that. And then you have to get a Pokeblock case. Did you get that? I got the Pokeblock case and I went up to the stupid machine and it was like, do you want to save your game and make berry stews with your friend? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I would love that. But like, it's a fucking pandemic, game freak. <laughs> this doesn't seem worth it. This seems trite. I don't even know what a Pokeblock is. So certain berries can be used to make Pokeblocks and it's like smoothies. It's like making smoothies. Oh, yeah. I got a couple. I think it's a pinap berry, I believe. We got that. I don't know what to do with these yet. They didn't give me a lot of instructions, and I can't use this fucking machine without a friend, so I guess I'm just not doing Pokeblocks or whatever. I don't care for the contest, like, subplot at all, and, like, I've done some research on this before. Maybe bug catchers know the reason you would really invest time in this, but, like... 
you get ribbons and that's what that lady was like trying to judge my Pokemon for. And it's like, first of all, lady, I can't do the contest because all you people said I'm not qualified. Yeah. So I can't show you a ribbon. And second of all, why do I care about these ribbons? And third of all, I'm not going to win any fucking ribbons with this horror show. Seen? I just like look behind me and it's like this demon army of Pokemon just like hanging out. I'm like this? It's like a slack off like pawing at its genitals <laughs> uh, like, what am i supposed to do with this yeah you want these to be up on a stage i've got some beautiful mon but i didn't get the opportunity to earn a ribbon because i needed to do it in verdant turf yeah so we're in slayport the market sucks the fucking contest hall sucks all of these things are distractions yes because we are in slayport city to do one thing and that is Deliver something to somebody, and I can't remember <laughs> Deliver what. the Devon goods to Captain Stern. <laughs> it's just been so much fucking, like, deliveries and fetch quests so far this game. We've been chasing these things all across fucking Hoenn. You have to find Captain Stern, and you have to, like, give him the Devon goods. Yeah. But when you get to Slayport City, you see all these Team Magma slash Aqua Grunts everywhere. So Team Magma's there, too, even though it's, like... Pretty water-themed, I'd say, that town. Feel like they wouldn't like it. Team Magma's pretty interested in the Devon Goods as well, yeah. Interesting. I think Team Magma and Team Aqua should, like, get together because it feels like they have a lot of cross-purposes, you know? Yeah. They're aligned. So you go to the east side of the city because yep. everything else was on the west side. And over there, you spot a line of Team Aqua or Team Magma grunts just streaming out of the door this what turns out to be the Oceanic Museum. I love, you can ask my wife this if you wanted. I don't know why you would. You can just believe me too. I'll just believe you. Trust you. I love a maritime museum. Oh, oh, me too. I will seek them out wherever I go. If I'm in a in a new city, I immediately go to Google Maps and I'm like, Where's where's the Maritime Museum in this in this <laughs> town? Well, you could ask Bobby, just my husband, to confirm the same thing. I dragged him to him all over Europe. I actually don't believe you, and I am gonna I am gonna confirm with Bobby later. All right. Me too, man. I make Jamie go to him all the time, and I think it drives her insane. It's like, look at this boat, and she's like, okay. The coolest one I got to see last year was in Stockholm. It's the Vasa warship. Ooh. Have you seen this thing, or do you know about this? No. It is a 17th century galleon, I think 1626, basically fully preserved that they have just put in a museum. That's cool. So it's like 300 feet long. It's like 200 feet tall or whatever. All of the ornate like woodwork and like painting and shit is all on it. And it's all because that was when they were a great power in the 17th century. Like they were trifling with the likes of like France and like the Dutch and the English. And this king, Gustavus Adolphus, was like, all right, everybody else in Europe is building these galleons. We got to have a galleon. We're a great power. We're a sea power. Like, we'll show all these fuckers. He commissions a warship. So everybody, you know, works on it for years. They finally launch it in 1628. And they put it out into, like, Stockholm's main harbor. And it floats out. The crowds are going wild. They love it. We've done it. We've built a boat. It's the biggest fucking galleon in Europe. They can't wait to sick this thing loose on all their enemies. 20 minutes into its naval voyage, it slowly starts like going down. Yeah. And it it just sinks. 
perfectly intact sinks and the reason was that he put too many cannons on the main deck there were like 40 cannons on it or something yeah and all of his engineers have been like listen man gustavus too many cannons cut some of these cannons not gonna work out and he was like no more cannons in fact and then the thing just sinks and it takes like no damage perfectly preserved at the like bottom of the fjord or whatever then in the 70s sweden resurrected it that's cool like titanic style except it actually worked where they they actually lifted it from the bottom of the ocean and then they just built a museum around it it's the coolest fucking thing that is cool one of my favorite maritime museums that i've been to is also in scandinavia the oseberg ship museum in oslo norway my brethren which is just this fucking viking ship that they dug up from a burial mound oh that's sick they like found this burial mound and they're like, what's under this? And they dug it up and it was a Viking ship with two female skeletons in it and like a bunch of trinkets because they Ooh. buried them in this ship. Were they lovers? I don't know. Probably. I hope so. They were probably like lover warriors. Valkyries or whatever, you know? Hell yeah. And that was cool. It's just a big, it's just a big Viking ship and you just go and see it. Yeah, that's sick. Anyway, that's Maritime Museum talk. Yeah, that's just a, that's a new segment. That's a new segment we have because we're both maritime enthusiasts. Big maritime heads, boat heads. Boat heads. Ship heads. And we should have been more excited about being at the Oceanic Museum, but we weren't because it was boring. Also, it was packed. I couldn't even get in at first. Yeah, there's all these aqua and magma grunts just kind of like crowding out every exhibit. Yeah. You can't get into the museum yet because these grunts are like right. taking up the whole line. Yep. So you go north, you go to the shipyard, and you go in. There's like a big construction yard, and they're working on something. Yeah. It looks like a the layout of like a Bond villain's like hideout. It looks like CERN. It looks like a goddamn like particle accelerator or something. Yeah. And there's all these scientists in there and like dock workers. There are all these scientists in there and a gentleman who's like a dock worker and his name is Doc. And he's like, oh, I'm building a ferry. Hey, you got those Devon goods? Oh, you need to bring those to Captain Stern. He's at the museum. Yeah. And now when you go back to the museum, the grunts are in there on like a fucking like field trip, just like having the time of their lives looking at all the little exhibits, which I wasn't very impressed by. Yeah, they were pretty subpar. You make your way upstairs and there is the man himself stern yeah so he was just there the entire time dr stern is that his name mr stern captain stern captain stern he apparently built this museum someone says this and they're like oh yeah he built this museum he loves like ships and so we just decided to start calling him captain so he's not even like an accredited captain oh okay so he could even like he's no captain mr squirt yeah don't how dare you disgrace the title of captain yeah you need to be a seaman like captain mr squirt in order to do what right you shook your head at seaman i was supporting you i was okay you You were pissed you were pissed at captain stern i don't have anything to say about seaman okay (laughs) you don't have anything to say about seaman at all no not seaman or seaman the 2001 oh my god Dreamcast. God, you were fish bound to get that in here. Fish man sim. It's like a yeah, sim game where you're trying to raise a sea man. He's like a, a cross between a fish and a man. When 
you were my boss, I believe, at the time. Yeah. At BuzzFeed. A company both of us used to work for. Were you at, you were playing it? For a while, I was into vintage gaming. When I first got like a career and disposable income, I was like, I'm going to buy a bunch of old game consoles and old games. Sure. We all go through that. I bought every old game console and then at one point brought them to a party at fucking BuzzFeed and someone stole them all. Oh my God. I don't remember that. Yeah. So Seaman died. And weirdly, I think I still have Seaman. But I bought a Dreamcast and I bought a game for the Dreamcast called Seaman where you raise and interact with a fish with a man's face. Sort of a heinous looking like yellow carp with a man's face rendered in like bad you know late 90s cgi and everyone on my team at the time started calling me sea dad and it's still what our friend andrea calls me yeah because he was our manager and for many of us our first ever manager in like a real job and so he was like our dad and he had a sea man that he was raising and so he was all of our sea dads yeah obviously and now we're all close friends because that's how I make friends is I trick people into working for me and then I force them to be my friends. And then we force you to make podcasts with us. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in Slateport. We're at the Oceanic Museum slash Harbor. We interact with Captain Stern on the like second level of the Oceanic Museum. Yeah. And we try to deliver the Devon Goods and Team Magma slash Aqua bursts into the room and says, we've had our eyes on, on the Devon Goods for some time. Let us have them. And keep in mind, still no indication at all what this is. Now I'm concerned it's like <laughs> a fucking like warhead or something that I've been transporting around, you know? Especially with everything that looks mischievous in that harbor. Right. That place is weaponized. Golly. God. It's like the AI core for like a militant supercomputer or something that's going to wipe out humans on Earth. And we're riding around with this like coked out old man who's probably a drug runner. And then we're delivering like illegal weapons. Yeah. This is bad. This is bad. You do a Pokemon battle with not one, but two team magma slash aqua grunts. Yeah. And then they give up. They're like, oh, dang, you, child, have beaten us in two Pokemon battles. And by the way, each of us only had one Pokemon, I think. One of them had two. One of them had one. Mine had a Carvana and a Zubat. And then Jesus, the other one just had a Carvana. Are you even trying? Carvana. What is Carvana? It sounds like a fucking website you would buy a car from. It's a piranha-like fish it's a water pokemon oh mine didn't have that mine had no because you've got the land guys mine had numal yeah numal which is like a little pig which i thought was a sweetie and you think is gross i think it's nice it's like a disgusting little pig it's a baby camel with like a fuck hole on its back oh it doesn't have to be a fuckhole. You don't have to I, think of it like that. You were telling me, man, I know it doesn't have to be, and I don't want it to be. It doesn't okay? have to if you don't if you don't let it. I, I, I I'm impartial here, okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm a journalist. You just call them like it's, you see them. So you defeat these two idiots, and instead of beating you up a child, they leave. Right, they're like, ah, foiled again. 
you give the Devin goods over to Captain Stern, who thanks you for your effort. And does he give us anything? Do we we don't ever get anything? Well, one of the team magma grunts gives you thief. Why are they why are these criminals not beating up children and instead like giving them stuff for free? Right. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. There should be bad guys. Okay, Josh. I want to talk about the rest of our journey, but first I think we should take a brief break. Yeah, I need to settle down. I was getting riled up. Yeah, you were getting very riled up. (laughs) Northward, Joshua. Oh, finally. Route 110. Wow. This route. There's a lot going on here. There's a lot going on here. There's like a highway, which is confusing. Yes, it looks like a highway. When you're like a little plebe on your feet in running sneakers, walking slash running your way up north to Mauville City, you see this highway towering above you and you think to yourself, what could this be? This shining, like glamorous, just smooth, sleek. You'll want to be up there. You want to be where the people are. You want to be up there and you can't go up there because you don't have a bike. Unqualified. And it's the bike route. Yeah, it's cycling road. There's plenty of grass on this route, which is nice because you and I both have a number of mon to catch. Because last oh, really? week and the week before, we were at a bit of a mon deficit. You especially. Usable mon, I would say. I still am. Okay, well, <laughs> so you're saying you didn't find any talent on Route 10? Oh, I found a lot of talent that I couldn't have. You want to know what one of them is? Yeah. Joshy's sweetie. Okay. Electric. Electric is a bit of a sweetie, isn't he? It's very sweet. I had a Electric and a Minectric, its evolved form, in my Omega Ruby playthrough, and I loved it. Yeah. And I couldn't get it. I had to kill them. Yeah. It's got a little fang. It's got like a lightning streak across it, and it's like a dog sleek light kind of teal dog yeah electric is is a cutie and i'm sorry i love electric yeah no i like Uh, it too yeah and it was my sweetie and i had to but josh all of them for exp because it doesn't make tanner barf but josh on route 110 there was a pokemon that made me barf and why didn't you catch this pokemon i didn't see it it's my you make me barf pokemon of the week Gulpin. Oh. How did you not see this thing? I encountered maybe a hundred thousand Gulpins. Oh God, I hate Gulpin. They're so gross. They look disgusting. The name is disgusting. Gulpin. And then the fucking evolution is called Swalot. I don't know why I didn't get a Gulpin. I would have caught it. I mean, I don't want to use it. It's a Pokemon designed for Vore fetishists. I'll just say it. It definitely is. I mean, look at its lips. Look at its bulbous body. It just looks like a disembodied stomach. Ugh, it looks like a stomach. Gulpin. It uses this move on me a lot called yawn. Oh, yeah. Which is a dumb move. Slackoth has that. It's one of the reasons I hate him. What yawn does is it makes you drowsy, but then you get a whole nother turn. Right. So, like, Gulpin would do yawn on my Pokemon, and they would get drowsy, it would say. 
And then an entire another turn would pass where I get another shot off. And if I didn't kill Gulpin in that turn, my Pokemon would go to sleep. Right. But I always did. Yeah. Because <laughs> most of the time I was playing with my Ralts slash Karelia. Oh, and it's got confusion, which is super effective because Gulpin is poison. So it was not effective. And it's just gross to look at. It looks like a disgusting little like Ugh. sack of barf. Which I guess is what a stomach is, right? Yeah. If you think about it. Swalot is not really any better. It's just like putting like nice clothes on a disgusting organ. But these are both options for you. Uh, listen. You can have these things. I didn't encounter a Gulpin, and I'm, I'm actually not really quite sure why. It is in Sapphire as well. It's kind of in that category along with Nosepass where like, I don't know that I could live with myself if it were on my team. It's an you make Josh barf too. Yeah, I I really don't like it. I've never liked it. Wow. I can't really find any redeeming features. Yeah, it's gross. And it's my you make me barf Pokemon of the week and it is seen on Route 110. And I'm glad I never have to look at it again. What else did you run into on Route 110? I ran into Brendan, if that's what you're talking about. Yeah, I ran into May when I was rounding this corner to keep heading north. I don't really remember what brendan's lineup was but i remember it sucking <laughs> yeah it it was like a shroomish uh numble i had a numble and then a marsh tomp okay yeah 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 maze still got like nothing shroomish i think um whalemer whalemer yeah and a gravel groveal yeah groveal it was nothing i mean it was forgettable ah like at least fucking gary gave me a f- Bad Josh gave me a fucking challenge from time to time. Yeah. You only have, what, three Pokemon? Yeah. Uh, To be fair, I'm really only working with, like, four that I actually use. (laughs) You know who else I interacted with on Route 110? Who? Whom I kind of liked a little bit were Plusle and Minun. Oh, yeah. The, like, polarity Pikachus. I did run into a lot of those. I think they're kind of cute, and I do kind of like them. I like them a hell of a lot more than, like, Pichu. I don't think they're good Pokemon. They're certainly not on my A or, or S tier list. It's like a whole play style that I don't do or I haven't done. They're good in, like, double battles. Helping hands. You do baton pass and, like, helping hand, and, yeah, they beef up. They buff the rest of your team. And one another. But, like, they're basically, you know, meat for the grinder. I do think they're very cute, though. You eventually will run into trainers who, like, in a double battle, they'll each have them. I'm looking forward to that. Sure. That's essentially it for Route 110, and then Ooh, you make your way you up to... Did you not do the Trick House? The Trick House? <laughs> did I not do the Trick House? Yeah, the Trick House that's, like, this little shack, again, underneath the cycling road. Yeah, there's, like, some weirdo in there. Yeah, the Trick Master. Ugh. You go into it and it just looks like a house, but then there's a little like gleam on like a coffee mug. And if you interact with the coffee mug, then this guy like spirals out of like nowhere and he's like, oh, you found me. Hidden as a coffee mug the entire time. Somehow. Yeah. Yeah. He's a job ahead. It's trivia. It's like a whole thing where he wants you to go find him and you go into the back of his house and... You know what? Honestly, I swear to God, Joshua... If I went into someone's house and they were A, a coffee mug, and then turned into a human being, <laughs> yeah. I'd be out right there. But then when they were like, come find me, and ran to the back of their house, I'd be like, oh, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to leave. That's a really good point. 
right? You were raised well to know not to do that. Come into my home and find me the trick house. It's like, no, I won't do that. I don't know if you did it. I did. And it's like a series of rooms and you chop down little like cut shrubs. Yeah. And then there's like scrubs that you fight and you pick up a like scroll and then that has a code on it and you use the code to get into this other room and it's like the back of the house and then this trick master is yucking it up back there. Like Lord knows what he's doing. Yeah. And you talk to him and he gives you a rare candy, which is all right. I didn't mind that. It's fine. It's taking candy from a stranger, which is also problematic. A pervert stranger who's already lured you into the back of his house. Yeah. And I'm a child. Yeah, it's it's really when you put it all together, it doesn't sound great. It's bad. He gives you a rare candy and then he says that he'll get you next time. He'll trick you next time. No, I shan't be falling for this again. I'm not interested in the trick house or the trick master. I don't get why he was there. I don't recommend it. I don't need a rear candy. I'm very good at leveling Pokemon. Marvel City, we finally made it. Yeah. The first place you interact with is Rydell's Cycles. It's right there in the front of town. Mm-hmm. They've got a bunch of bikes parked out front, and you're like, finally. Time for me to go in, and they will... Rydell will say, congratulations, you're the 10,000th customer you get a free bicycle. Or he'll say, congratulations, you have a bike voucher or something. Yeah, and do this minor task and I'll give you this bike. Go do a fetch quest and you and you get a bike. Nope. You walk in and Rydell says, I'm a generous man. I'll give you a bike. <laughs> yeah. He wants a like free advertising. Finally. I'm glad we've dispensed all of the pretense around the bike thing. Right. Just give me a bike. <laughs> yeah. This guy gets it. He just wants some fucking marketing. He wants some free publicity. And listen to us. We've said his name 10 times already. Yeah. Rydell Cycles. Buy your bikes from Rydell Cycles, bug catchers. Yeah. He actually gives you the option of two bikes, the Acro bike and the Mock bike. And Joshua, this is a new segment on the show Whoa. called <gasps> Bike Check. Bike Check. <laughs> bike Check. Okay. What was that? I had to come up with something. Barracuda? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> did you choose the Acro bike or did you choose the Mach bike? I went Mach. Me too. Yeah. I don't know what the Acro bike is. <laughs> he gives you the option. He's like, the Acro bike is good for doing stunts and the Mach bike is good for going fast. And it's like, hey, bud, I need the bike for literally one reason. And it's trucking myself across this map. I have zero interest in doing stunts. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. I think it's a pretty commonly agreed upon that the mock bike is the superior option. The acro bike has uses. I don't know if you noticed in like, I think outside Rusturf Tunnel, there were a couple of little like step things on the hillside. And that's what the acro bike can be used for. It can access some hidden items and like other areas, but it's pretty rare. Not interested. I only need the bike to do one thing for me, and that is truck me across this map. So I also chose the mock bike. And you can swap them. Mauville is such a big city. It has It's a crossroads, as we said earlier, and it's got so much stuff. It, it's the location of the Hoenn game corner as well. And we know you love robbing that one-armed bandit. There's a whole new game now, and it's roulette. Did you go in? I went in, and I just like... I walked back out. They didn't have a stage for RHCP to perform at, so it was like, I'm not interested. Oh, yeah. 
that's all you care about. I'm the band manager. I'm looking for venues. I didn't see anything there. Joshua Roulette. It's a whole new game. What was that? It's got even worse odds than slot machine. (laughs) So it's even worse. It's even worse. It seems like these game corners are all getting worse. And like the Kanto one is the only one that had any worth. And now they're just like scamming you just blatantly. Well, and here's the worst part. There's two vendors as always. And one has the same general TMs, which are like flamethrower and that that kind of shit. Yeah. The big heavy move for each elemental type. Oh, flamethrower, thunderbolt, ice beam. Yeah. Psychic. Yeah. The other one in the last two games had rare Pokemon. In this game, it's got dolls. What? Like Poke dolls? Here are the three dolls you can buy from Maville Game Corner. Yeah. Trico doll. Mm -hmm. Mudkip doll. Yeah. Torchic doll. That makes sense. Wow, I don't want... What am I supposed to do with a doll? What do the dolls do? I think they're just like dolls that you could set up in your house. I don't want that. Like how I had Charmander and Pikachu Snorlax dolls back in Johto. I don't want that. Uh, Probably sweet. They're expensive too. They're like the same amount amount of money as like the Pokemon did in the last two games. (laughs) What am I supposed to do with dolls? Let me look. I know you're not much for like decorating your room like I was, so I could see a reason I'd pick up a couple of these dolls. Here's what they do. Place it on a mat or on a desk. Yeah, and it looks nice. Full stop, full stop, that's it. There are secret bases, I think, in this at some point. That was a thing in Omega Ruby, so I presume that is a thing here where you can like post up your little hideout away from mom so you don't have to decorate your room at your house and I think you could decorate a little like man cave woman cave i'm not interested in dolls i want pokemon <laughs> i want an eevee i want a porygon I'll, uh, I'll probably pick up one of these dolls oh <laughs> you pervert that trico doll looks pretty good let's talk about the Winstrate family as i think we've all started detecting there's a little bit of like a landed gentry over here in hoenn we got these rich boys we got these ladies Everything seems pretty prosperous. Gym leaders are picking up from Johto and moving over here. Yeah. And it culminates in this this estate that's on like the north of Maville, the Winstrate, Winstrate family. Hello, it's us the Winstrate family. There's a man just blocking the door to this estate. I didn't encounter this. Oh, you didn't do the Winstrate family? No, I didn't wander beyond the, the Mauville city limits. I went up there because I was looking for some Mon, and this is the house there, but it looks like, I think it's an exit from a cave that you can't access yet. Like, it's all the ledges. Cliffs, yeah. So you can't go up, but there's this house. The Winstrates live there. And there's a man standing out front and you talk to him and he's like, and he's just what protecting his house from strangers entering. I think it's a little of that. And then I think it's a seems reasonable to me. Well, he is out in the woods, but like there are this landed gentry. Don't you think they could just get their own little security force? Uh, I'm, I'm curious why you think they need a security force. I mean, cause you would want to take all their shit. Like I want to see what's in that house. Well, not me. I'm not a, I'm not a violent, <laughs> sinful person like you. I wanted to see what kind of stuff they got in that house. And I go up to him and he's like, we're the wind straights. Nobody beats us. And he challenges you to a oh, fight. God, I can't wait to beat these fucking, these fucking 
foppish dandies. I can't wait to smash their faces into the <laughs> hard pack earth next week. They each have one Pokemon, so you'll do it. You fight the dad, you fight the mom, you fight the daughter, and you fight the grandma in that order. Each one is better than the last, I, I guess. I had no trouble with any of these people. It's not even baby shark order. The order is very strange. It makes no sense. I guess the grandma is the matriarch of the family. Something like that. And I do have to call out one thing. Sure. The daughter has a Rosalia. Oh, I saw a Rosalia. Wow. Very sexy. Provocative sprite. Very, very sexy. It's like a little tiny, like, fairy looking, like, scantily clad with rose hands. And she's got sensual, like... Very, like, hippie. You know, heavily lidded eyes. And her pelvis is sticking out. Yeah. Ooh. It looks like she's, like sauntering forward yeah is rosalia interested in being a groupie for the red hot chili peppers because we might need that i think rosalia is definitely sexy is this a segment you're trying to introduce josh's sexy pokemon of the week do you want me to do fur affinity check you know i'm I'm looking at google and it goes south relatively quickly yeah i also immediately googled it it's pretty easy to add breasts to rosalia and that happens right out of the gate well, it's easy to add breasts to most Pokemon, <laughs> I'll say. Uh, especially when they have such sensual eyes. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like cross a boundary for me, even, which is that someone has decided to put Rosalia in like a diaper. Oh, that's bound to happen. Uh, why is it always diapers? And I'm not here to yuck any yums. If your thing is diapers... No, and we need to remind listeners for new listeners that we don't yuck any yums on Experience Share. We're very sex positive. If your thing is diapers, I don't get it, but I I don't care, essentially, you know? Yeah. It's too obvious. Rosalia is very obvious. You really want to call it Rosalia, huh? It's Rosalia. I call it Rosalia. Rosalia. Oh, that sounds nice, actually. Jesus. Rosalia. People on Fur Affinity are definitely into its butt and hips and thighs. Rosalia also sounds a lot sexier. Hachi machi. <laughs> Look at this one. Look at this one, Josh. Oh, no. Have you seen this one? I know you, Josh, are a gay man, but like, does this do anything for you? I mean, I can recognize a sexy Pokemon lady. She's like thick. Uh, I accidentally downloaded it, so now my computer just got flagged by the <laughs> FBI again. <laughs> accidentally downloaded. Look at this yeah, one. Right. Sorry, my um, internet crashed because I was looking at Fur Affinity. You were just like, you know what? I'm just going to download the whole Rosalia page. Like, <laughs> all results, download. And then the, the computer crashed. I did encounter Rosalia. I did enjoy its sexy hips. Josh, we're running out of time. I do want to make sure we get time to talk about the Mauville City Gym, which is the gym that we faced off against this week. Yeah. It turns out that Slateport City did not have a gym. It had everything. It had a maritime museum. It had a contest hall. It had a Pokemon fan club. It had the name raider, I even think, was there. Yeah. But it didn't have a Pokemon gym. What, what The town that did have the Pokemon gym this week was Mauville City. And when you first approach it, there's some dickhead out front. <laughs> yeah. And you walk up to him and you're like, excuse me, sir. He turns around and, and sure enough, it's fucking Wally. 
Wally's back. And his dad. Yeah, because he's always being coddled. His dad's like, Wally, you're not ready to take on Mauville City Gym. And Wally's like, yes, I am. And I'll prove it. And I'll beat Minnie, Max, my rival. Yeah. Because he's our rival too, apparently. And then you're like, Wally, we're not rivals. You got to stop saying that. It, you don't got the stuff, man. And then you battle him, and he's got one fucking Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. And it's like a level like 12 Ralts. Yeah, it's that same Ralts from back in Petalburg. And he still sucks. Oh, I killed it in one hit. I killed it in one it hit. It was like a gust from like fucking Dustox flea. And then Wally's like, yeah, I guess I'm not ready for the gym. It's like, yeah, dog, you're not ready for the gym. You're right. Go home. Can I say one thing about Wally quickly? Mm-hmm. We got to see his full sprite because we were battling him. Yeah. Wally's kind of a cutie. Okay. He's got tussled green hair, like slender, slender build, color coordinated, nice style, little like nice pants. Wally's looking pretty good, unfortunately. Wally can get it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yes. He's not good at Pokemon. He sucks at Pokemon. I crushed Wally. And me too, with my fucking ninjask. And then I waltzed into that fucking gym to take on Watson, who's electric. And I guess that means we have to do level check, too. Yes, let's do level check. Gosh, we waited so long to do level check this episode. <laughs> Tell me about your mon. What's Mini Maxing out this week? Mini Max is my character this game, and her thing is that she only uses SNA tier Pokemon from tierlist.com. Mm-hmm. Not a ton of, of movement this week, except all my Pokemon leveled and a bunch of them evolved. <laughs> the one big swap was I don't quite know what to do with my Shedinja, so I boxed it for now. Oh, you got overwhelmed with your plan to have both? Shedinja can't level. So it's not like it did any good on my team. I'll just have to like feed it TMs at some point, you know? Okay, it's just level one. I don't think it can level up. I think it is constantly stuck at level one. Okay. So the only way to like mo- change its moves is is through TMs, and it's like maybe I'll figure that out someday. All right, P. Rest of pedals. So I swapped it out with Sebastian, my Aaron. Oh, you brought him in. I'm very jealous of that Aaron. I love this thing, man. I know. It's like impervious to normal attacks. Pokemon were constantly trying to like tackle and headbutt it, and it would be like one hit point. Yeah. This thing's fucking impervious. Steel Rock? You're right. Steel Rock. That's a tank. I got it to level 20, and I was like, why the fuck hasn't this thing... I know it's a triple evolution. Right. Why has it not evolved yet? So I went and looked it up on Bulbapedia. It doesn't fucking evolve until level 32. Oh, yeah. That's ages from now. Well, you gotta earn it with some of these boys. That's such a late second stage evolution. It's pretty rare. My second Pokemon is Augustus, my Marsh Stomp, who is level 25. Uh-huh. Who was pretty useful this week because of its ground type moves. Mm-hmm. There's Ambrose, who has evolved into a Swellow. Oh, and if I had seen that, might have been my sweetie. Level 23, quite a handsome Pokemon. Very well put together. There's Sterling, my Corellia. Corellia? Level 24. And I have something to say about Corellia's sprite. Okay. I'll also say this. My Corellia's male. Identifies as male. That's cool. When you are Corellia's trainer 
and you send it out to battle, sure, it sticks its little butt out at you in kind of a an aggressively sexual way. Oh. I mean, this is a Pokemon, the line, other than Ralts, Krillia, and Gardevoir, that look like they were designed by, like, the CEO of FurAffinity.net. Well, and Krillia, it's, like, it's amplified by the fact that it literally, like, shoves its little butt out at you. Now, let me see this sprite. Oh, wow. Right? Oh, yeah. It's, like, look at my butt. Like, it's arched. It's an arched butt. Its little butt is shoved out at you. Wow, that is very interesting. <laughs> Look at it. It just shoves its little butt out at you. Uh, Yeah. It's like, check this out. I don't want it. Uh, honestly. Krillia is level 24. Good job. Aesop is my ninjask, level 22. Yeah. And then Alcott is my Nuzleaf, level 20. I'm falling out of love with, with Nuzleaf. I'll take it. It's moveset isn't wowing me and I'm just kind of bored with it and I'm I'm looking forward to replacing it on my team. I did I did zero leveling with it this week. Well, I'm looking forward to replacing a number of Pokémon on my team. Yep. When I have a good option, which I still haven't. Tell me about them. I'm the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yes, the band I I least like in this world. Yes, in this season, I am playing with a selection of Pokemon curated by Tanner, and they are Pokemon that will make him barf, and he hates the band Red Hot Chili Peppers. Hate is a strong word. Uh, you said hate at a number That's of times. That's used pretty appropriately in this situation. I do hate them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. I was going to say, I would have to edit out a lot of hate usages of the word hate in the previous episodes. No, I do hate them. Yeah, yeah I hate them. And who I think you hate the most so far, Tony Kiedis, leading up the God, pack. It, it displeases me so much that Tony Kiedis is going to be <laughs> on your fucking team to the very end, too, because it's definitely your best Pokemon. Tony Kiedis is probably going to make it. Yeah. I loved this thing and this... I did grow to love it in this episode. So gross. Combuskin, level 26 now. It's little feet. Look at my feet. And those feet were running all up and down that fucking Route 110, all over everyone, everywhere. Yeah. It's got double kick. It's got peck. It's got ember. I bet it has peck. That, I mean, that's three types already, and it's only level 26. And it's got killer attack. It's got killer special attack. I'm starting to like it. Yeah. Flea, Dustox, still here, because I just, like, don't have any fucking better option. Dustox is level 20. Okay. You're doing some power leveling with Dustox. Uh, yeah, it's not very strong at all, but having the confusion coverage is useful at the moment. But, like, this thing's got to be close to the chopping block. I mean, I need to just put in some time in this next leg and uh, find some new blood for this team well you got gulpins uh, yeah, available to you i got that yeah i got that <laughs> maybe I god i still can't even access the water to get a core fish oh man uh then we got hillel slovak who toured with the red hot chili peppers in 1983 very surprised to see hillel still <laughs> lombre is level 21 yeah. Getting some use out of it. Still doesn't have a fucking water move, which is insane. It's a water grass type. And I'm still operating with like Astonish, which was its opening move. 
absorb. Are you growing bored of your lombre? I, I don't have better options. I can't cut another team member. Because Lombre is sort of your game's version of Nuzleaf. And I'm just like, I feel like Nuzleaf and Lombre have the same sort of like limitations, which is like. I'm bored. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you mean? Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. It still doesn't even have a water type move and it's water grass. I'm very bored. Well, and like Nuzleaf's moves suck too. I'm very bored. Okay, good. But it's again, I, I don't have any options, man. You got lots of options. I gave you have more Pokemon available to you than I do to me. None of them are out yet. This is what I was saying. Like it, it's going to be a late game rally for me. Gulpin! I'm not wasting my time with a fucking Gulpin. Okay. <laughs> don't say you don't have options though. Big Gulpin. Beggars huh? can't be choosers. All right, see you later. What a better dumb and dumber quotes. Big gulps, huh? All right, see you later. No? Big gulpin. Okay, and then your next guy? We do have to go soon. Hey, guys. Oh, big gulps, huh? All right. Well, see you later. This one I like. Chad Smith is now a Loudred. Level 23. No more Wismer. Slightly less ugly, but still pretty ugly. Pretty ugly, but... I'm having a good time with, with Loudred. Okay. This did some damage. It was pretty much all Chad Smith and Tony Kiedis on this this leg. I'm expecting your last two Pokemon to be these like fucking powerhouses. No. Because so far you've you've said a bunch of Pokemon that I don't like and are bullshit bad Pokemon. Uh-huh. So these last two must be fucking brick shit houses. I'm sorry to tell you something, my friend. It's Jack Irons again and it's Slackoth and it's still oh level 10. <laughs> Jesus, Jack. I'm operating with four Pokemon. The other one is Keith Morris and it's Shroomish and it's level five and they're both HM friends. Wow. They're just part of the tour. I honestly, I haven't even talked about my HM friends because they're so meaningless to me. All of these Pokemon are meaningless to me. My HM friend is Hermes. I I don't, who the fuck is that? He's a Zigzagoon. (laughs) Yeah. And he's just there to cut things for me. Yeah, well, Jack Irons does that, and then Keith Morris is uh, my Flash friend. I love Breloom, the evolved form of Shroomish, and I can't get Breloom because it doesn't make you barf. So why would I put in the time on this thing? And then no, you shouldn't. You should Slack get a Oth? fucking Gulpin. Maybe I maybe I'll throw some time in on Slackoth. You should get a Gulpin like a real American. Oh. Josh, welcome to Mauville City Gym. Yeah, Gym Leader Watson. Yeah, Electric type Gym. You make your way past Wally to get in. There's like a, a very dumb puzzle. Yeah. Where you step on lightning bolt shaped tiles on the ground to alternate the currents between these like Tesla coils or whatever. Right. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Tesla coils. There's a bunch of uh, trainers in there, including my trainer danger of the week. Oh, the second ever trainer danger and the first for Hoenn. Who do the honors go to? Guitarist Sean. <laughs> Did you encounter uh, guitarist Sean? I I didn't remember that one. I ran into a guitarist on the beach, like over to the east of Mauville, what? which also doesn't make any sense. I fucking hated that too. Why would a guitarist be hanging out on the beach? I'm RHCP. 
If any guitarist hanging out over there, it's me, not you. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, Californication, baby. Well, they're trying to get your attention, and you're to to blame for this because they're trying to get your attention. They're like, oh. They're trying out for the next tour. Yeah, recruit me. (laughs) I am a 12-year-old girl or like a young girl, right? Yeah. My character in this game is is a young teen girl, somewhere between the ages of 10 and 15, I'll say. Yeah. And I go into this gym, and there's a man there with a guitar, and he's not wearing a shirt. And his name is Guitarist Sean. Yeah. And it's like, but that's not good. It's not good. It's not a good look. It's inappropriate. It's very inappropriate. Put on a shirt. And also, like, pick a thing, man. Are you a Pokemon trainer or are you a guitar player? Holding a guitar and throwing Pokeballs, that's tough. How are you doing that? Yeah, right? And it's also like... You're one of the dudes in this fucking gym. Like, you're a gym trainer. Like, get your priorities straight, man. Supposed to be very respectable. Like, this is like, you know, the upper echelon of, like, Pokemon mastership. I breezed through Maville City Gym with my Marsh Stomp, which is weird because, like, he is Water-type, so he should be fairly weak to the Electric-type Pokemon that Watson is running with. But he's also Ground-type, and he has... A delicious little move called Mud Shot. Well, and he's also immune to electric because of the ground aspect. I one-hitted everyone in this gym with Mud Shot. It didn't matter. Mud Shot is like a, a beautiful little move. Yeah, Mud Shot is new, and it's like an evolution of Mud Slap from last gen, right? Where it does 55 damage? It doesn't do the the accuracy deficit. Oh, okay. So I blew through it, and I beat Watson, and I got his dumb little badge. Dynamo. And you? I had no trouble with anyone until Watson because I have Combuskin, Tony Kiedis, and all of them other than the Voltorbs, but they're like trash, so it didn't really matter. The Magnemites were all steel, so Ember is super effective, and it was one hit for all of them. I came into a weird scene with Watson where actually he defeated me once. <laughs> Which hasn't happened to me in, like, generations at this point. Jesus. Josh, what happened to you? It was because... I mean, uh, look at me! I'm falling apart! I know, yeah, you're a mess. What you've done to me! You're a mess. It's a disaster, and I'm gonna have to... Uh, you need a fucking gulp in I'm playing team. Civilization Six. the new DLC came out, and I've been putting in too much time on that, and, like, I'm losing sight of the goal, and I need to double down on Pokemon this week, and I will. Because I got to clean this up. Yeah, you're a mess. But Ember is obviously super effective on that Magneton that Watson closes with. The issue is that I had used Combuskin on his like Magnemite and Voltorb and they did some damage with like Sonic Boom and shit. And then the Magneton came out and just opened with Shockwave and got a critical hit and took the Combuskin out in one hit. Jesus. And then I had to rotate through all my garbage in the back. Dustox got, like, killed in, like, one hit. Couldn't they at least poison this shit? Poison doesn't affect it because it's a steel Pokemon. Gust is not effective because it's electric and steel. And then all it has is confusion, which is also not very effective because it's steel. So they all got killed, and then I ended up with fucking Jack Irons. And (laughs) I'll tell you what, man, you're making me feel pretty good about... My decision to level up Aaron. Your team is tailor-made for this. So I, I whited out and I lost a few bucks and I came back and then I just 
embered the Magnemite, and then I brought in Chad Smith, to the Loudred, to deal with the Voltorb, and then Combuskin was full health to deal with Magneton, and then it was fine. Nice. But I'm feeling pretty bad about myself. This is tough. I would too, man. Your team looks like shit, and you're losing to the fucking third gym leader yeah. in the goddamn game. So You get TM34, which is Shockwave, and that move was fucking sick. What a shit show. And I am excited once I have an electric Pokemon, which hopefully I will. Would have loved to have Electric. Can't. Can't. Did I give you any Electric-type Pokemon? Fucking hope so. We'll have to see. Electric Pokemon are very attractive, so maybe not. It is kind of your type. You love the fucking Electric types. Yeah, I do. This has been Experience Share, a Pokemon podcast. We are playing through Gen 3, Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. I have been Meta Channer, a.k.a. Tanner Greenring, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Astosh, a.k.a. Joshua Fielstead. Please do rate and review and subscribe to the show wherever you can do those three things and follow the show wherever you can do that thing. Mm -hmm. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at expsharepod, where we put extra content, including the beautiful new Gen 3 style level check that Tanner has designed. And if you're into this kind of thing, we have the Reddit, the subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash bugcatchers, made by our friend Yep. Mike Levine. And we post show notes there, and bugcatchers hang out there, and it's already... It's popping off. If you're playing along, I saw someone suggest this week doing a level check thread each week where everyone posts their their Pokemon and their levels each week. Oh, that's fun. We will see you next week when we take on... Next week, we will be getting the heat badge. Ooh. From? Lava Ridge Town. And we will be joined by Mike and Kevin, our friends from Pokesports the competitive Pokemon podcast. We were on their show a few weeks ago. We've invited them to come and play through Gen 3 with us and yeah. get to Gym 4, and we will be battling them, and we will be talking about this upcoming leg of the journey with them. And uh, seeing how our Pokemon, which also really worries me, how our Pokemon stack up against a couple of people who actually really understand the competitive game. Who are good at Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> who are very good at Pokemon. All right, Joshua. Wow, I had to get my act together. But we're looking forward to that. All right, Joshua. I will see you and Mike and Kevin next week. Until then, goodbye. Goodbye, Tanner. Smell you later. Well, see you later. <laughs> <laughs>